500 episode continues as this is episode number 492 on the 9th of March 2022. The facade of its building is garlanded with lights. There were banners and welcome billboards greeting the alumni and in this way the Indian Institute of Mass Communication conducts its alumni event every Friday and in this way the Indian Institute of Mass Communication conducts its alumni event every February appropriately titled Connections an event I do not intend to miss no matter what the circumstances 27 February 2022 was the date 27 February 2022 was the date. The time was 4.30 p.m. and I had tweaked my schedule and blocked my calendar to make sure I was present at the venue for the 10th alumni meet. And I had tweaked my schedule and blocked my calendar to make sure I was present at the venue for the 10th alumni meet. The event is unique because of the nature of the institute's education program and the fact that unless you, unless they were your classmates, most of the alumni would be unknown to you. The event is unique because of the nature of the institute's education program and the fact that unless they were your classmates, most of the alumni were unknown to you. Yet, when one enters these sanctified halls, one can connect by simply stating that you work in the field of mass communication. Yet, one when enters those sanctified halls, one can connect by simply stating that you work in the field of mass communication. Whether it's print, electronic or digital media, Indian information services or that you are a professor or a talk show host or simply a novice or an entrepreneur. So you can connect with the alumni by simply stating that you work in the field of mass communication. It could be print, electronic or digital media 
you could be in the field of indian information service you could be an entrepreneur or simply a novice but the interesting thing is that the concept of junior senior is alien to this institution on that evening everyone is in the same boat individuals who spent one year over there as trainees and learners and who became doyens of this field and then rest is history yes it's unique that the concept of junior and senior is alien to the institution on that evening everyone is in the same boat individuals who spent one year over there as trainees and learners and who became doyens of this field who became doyens of this field and then the rest is history there is a unhealthy written respect and this is the one night of the year when everyone can paint the town red i did meet some of the alumni that evening who were in the same batch as me and the conversation were stimulating the conversation were really stimulating discussing things which is often topics which can be controversial but in this particular profession it's just another day in the park as well as an opportunity to connect by exchange of business cards and other details this event is of the alumni by the alumni and for the alumni and to stimulate the audience an oscar like event is conducted the preparation for the imca awards that is the indian institute of mass communication alumni awards as it is known starts 60 60 days before the event every alumnus registered receives an email receives an email highlighting what categories of awards are there the criteria required before applying for the same so this year some of the categories were agriculture reporting journalist of the year in publishing journalist of the year in broadcasting pr person of the year and ad person of the year and in indian language reporter of the year publishing and broadcasting the winners are presented with a shawl a trophy and a prize money and the atmosphere is as electric as as one would find at an oscar or any such allied event did i tell you before that this is one night of the year when everyone can paint the town red and how is that possible by being on the dance floor and perorting to your heart's content Let's move on and discuss something even more interesting. The Women's World Cup tournament continues and if one is to go by the template of this World Cup, the average score would be somewhere between 
240 and 250 and that's good enough as far as the women's game is concerned so when india meets new zealand tomorrow for their game too knowing that new zealand lost their first match but they beat bangladesh in the second match and whatever errors the team did in the game versus pakistan they cannot afford to repeat those mistakes again there were some errors and teams like new zealand australia west indies south africa will not give you a second chance if you make those mistakes so the team needs to be smarter but they have to remember one important detail whatever happened in the pre tournament preparation that is the 4-1 loss in that preparation series that cannot be counted that cannot be taken seriously whatever errors they did they should have learned from it by now which means the solution is if they can bat first get somewhere between 240 and 250 that will be a good score or if they have if they're going to bowl first then they should not allow the team to get to more than 200 because in a women's game whether it's a world cup or a normal game in a 50 over tournament women's game is at where the men's game was 25 years ago 25 30 years ago in a men's game 220 230 240 was good enough because the chasing team did not have the confidence or the bowlers were good or was it all about the ball was swinging there was no there were no concept of two no no balls or fielding restrictions or whatever be the case but the women's game is today where the men's game was 25 years ago which means if you are able to reach the target of 300 that's a huge achievement it doesn't happen often 300 is a huge deal in the women's game and that's why when australia made 300 it was seen such as a big deal because we still treat women like children I and mean, i've seen the way the commentators talk about the women i mean they look at things which you would generally ignore in a men's game some things are taken for granted in a men's game but in a women's game some things are still developing is it the mindset of the players is it the mindset of the coaching staff are we treating them with kid gloves that's on the that's the interpretation we all can have and that's subject to interpretation but tomorrow's game of course you cannot afford to lose of course if you lose you lose but as i said if a chance comes where they can get to 240 250 because that's good enough in a women's game 240 250 is a huge score it's a big deal in fact even chasing 220 230 is a huge deal as we saw in the game of india and pakistan and right now West Indies have scored around 225, and England are struggling to get to that score. For a to go at four and a half runs per over, they are scoring at 
three and a half runs per over. And the last time I saw the score, England were 94 for five in 26 overs, chasing 225. And then we all know in the women's game, unless you, there are no power players. I mean, of course, the muscle and the power part can be subjective, but you don't very few women or in this sport, very few players can score 40 of 20 balls. They'll be going at 40 of 40 or 18 of 30. They'll, the strike rate of 60 and 70 is acceptable. And it's and if someone scores at a strike rate of more than 100, 115, 120, that's considered to be almost saying, okay, you are great. We'll bow before you. That's the way, that's the attitude we have towards the women's game and this is not going away. Can women score at a strike rate of 140, 150? It's a rarity. It can happen in a 20 over game, not in a 50 over game. The 50 over template is still what was for the men's game which was happening 25, 30 years ago. So for the women's template in a 50 over match where they would be scoring at a strike rate of more than 100, 120, 130 is something which will take time, maybe another 25 years. Which means the current lot will be happy scoring at a strike rate of 60, 65. Their career strike rate is between 60 and 75. Their strike rate at the crease is good enough. Average of 40 is good enough. It's just there. There's something about it in the atmosphere, the way the commentators also change their tune when they are commentating on a women's game. It's a similar situation when they're talking about Junior World Cups. They're also 220, 230 is good enough. If you get to score more than that, that's a luxury. That's a bonus. But as I said, tomorrow, whatever whatever errors happen in the game, in the game one, the same errors cannot happen in game two. Yes, both teams are familiar with each other, having played the other over six times in the one-day tournament. But those matches don't matter anymore now. What matters is what happens in the game. As I said, you may win or lose a private tournament. It has no impact as far as the World Cup is concerned because the World Cup is a different ball game. It's always been. Even if you're winning matches after matches, you make one error in the World Cup and you know you are done. Of course, you have seven games, but you cannot afford to be lax. And that, and that's what the team needs to be aware of. And I've seen that numbers four to six need to step up their game, need to understand that if the openers do well. You cannot be 80 for one in 20 overs. You can you cannot afford to go from 80 for one in 20 overs to 90 for five in 25 overs because it can happen. Wickets can fall at a rate of knots like dominoes. They cannot afford to go in that direction. So whether they bowl first, restrict the team to under 200. If they bat first, then get to 240. Anything less than that, and you expect a team like New Zealand to chase it. And whatever errors were made in the bilateral private tournament, that's in the past. That's in the world. It 
doesn't make a difference anymore it has no impact on this tournament so the question comes what would be my team as far as tomorrow's game is concerned well the eventual decision will be made by the team management the coach the captain and the selectors whatever team they choose will be the one who will be walking into the park the 11 players we can all have some fun by selecting a team because that's the fun part so what will be my team for tomorrow's match a team where i would make some personal changes even if the changes are controversial but it won't make a difference because the 11 who walk into the field tomorrow will be the one who will have to do the job so for some fun sake let's see what my team would be even though it has no impact on tomorrow's game the only changes i would make is dropping a certain harmanpreet kaur replacing her with yastika bhatia and then doing something which was thought to be impossible improbable and in this sport it's a rarity promoting a pooja vastrakar add number 5 ahead of mithali raj and then saying all right you did well in game 1 can you carry on you be promoting you unless of course the injury makes a difference but then you had four days to re- recoup and recover and rehabilitate so i don't think it will make much of a difference but this would be my team of course the all rounders in deepthi vastrakar rana and up to some extent goswami and then couple of all rounders and a couple of fast bowlers and that would be my team for the game tomorrow so it has no impact because whatever is decided by the coach is the final 11 but then this is my team which i choose i don't need any application or any such gambling app to make a team and then hope that my team matches the team on the park or the team which is chosen by their brand ambassador that has no impact on me but this is my team what happens tomorrow one can only hope that new zealand will hope that their team wins i will hope that they do well enough because now suddenly there is this whole women's i'm seeing advertisements on tv and newspapers and this there's a sudden craze i find this craze a gimmick suddenly print media electronic media digital media pseudo media and whatever other media is there they're all taking advantage of this situation and writing in writing praises about singing praises about the women's team can they do it can they go beyond the 2017 world cup final and the 2020 world cup final does this team have the pedigree the whole women's thing has started to come up what all is needed of course it's a gimmick it's just taking advantage of the situation but i don't think the newspapers even care that that is happening the newspapers don't care they know this is just for one month and one whatever happens if they reach the finals or they don't reach the finals whatever is the final two teams in the finals the two teams who will reach the finals who knows which team will be there everyone has already predicted that australia will 
just walk into the semi finals by winning all their matches australia will walk into the final by beating whoever is their semi final opponent so the articles that i was reading have already declared that australia will be one of the finalists and with other teams whoever does well will have their luck will meet australia in the finals was there is a support for the team but that support is also superficial and nothing more than a gimmick because if you've already declared that australia will reach the finals because of their performance in the bilateral and private tournaments and the hype surrounding a few of their players then what's the point of having this tournament why don't we simply have the semi finals and just put australia over there maybe put england in one semi final New Zealand in the second semi-final, and let's say West Indies or South Africa with New Zealand and India, England versus Australia, maybe West Indies versus South Africa, and then whichever teams make it to the finals, then make it. But the concern about the women's game is a gimmick. It's superficial. It's not even real. It's just because the tournament is happening. among so many other events happening and because of the obsession with a certain sport that's how we take it i am just wondering when the hockey women's world cup happens will there be the same excitement as there is will there be the same amount of articles written as there is for this i have my doubts while we can still expect the indian team to reach the knockout stages that is the cricket team we don't even have any hope from the hockey team to reach knockout stages let alone cross the group stage hockey team in the women's division the expectations are it's it's anything that is below zero that's what the expectations are but this is my team for tomorrow what will be the team that the final that will be selected finally one doesn't know maybe the same team that was in the last game but they have to avoid making those errors of course errors can be made because to err is human but if they err you're not playing against bangladesh or pakistan who will not take advantage of their error you are playing against teams who have enough pedigree to take advantage of their error and have a winning moment so they have to be careful those errors cannot be repeated This ends episode number four ninety two on the ninth of March, twenty twenty two. Stay tuned for the next episode.
I will be back with episode number 493 on the 11th of March 2022. So what should you do while you wait for the next episode? You should put these books, legendary books in your must read books column. Once again, you should put these legendary books in your must read books column.